This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. How fun. We get to take another deep dive since we're in the water today in the Mem verse, the letter Mem in Hebrew meaning water in so many ways and also meaning Torah and certainly Messiah and Moses. All these different things have to do with the letter Mem. And so as we take this dive into the second part of the 13th verse, you know, as we talked about last week, we talked about, I mean, not last week, yesterday in our episode, we talked about his smile because his cheeks are as towers of perfumers, right? When you see that smile, wow, I mean, there's so much grace that's going on there. It's unbelievable. And the idea of we rest when we're on dry ground. And when Jesus is smiling at us, there's no doubt that that brings a rest unlike any other because of, you know, essentially his amazing grace. Well, today we get the second part, which his lips, like lilies, dropping sweet-smelling myrrh. And so here we have these lips. And, of course, if you look at the the next utterance, uh, which would be, you know, that let there be grass with seed, uh, with its own seed, and and the whole idea of, you know, when God created essentially these herbs, um, which obviously the lily would be one of those, but the cool thing is, really, really cool, is how much seed is used throughout the Bible to indicate things and the idea of lips actually comes from the idea of the bank of a river. And so there we <laughs> can see the mem at work, right? Because his water, his lips are certainly flowing the water of life in so many different ways that has to do with his word and certainly seeds. And so that's very cool. That word that is uh, translated dropping as sweet smelling myrrh, that dropping word is actually the word to preach or to plant. <laughs> Similar word. <laughs> I know you're not shocked to know that when preachers preach, they're planting seeds. And so how much is that connected in so many different ways with what Jesus's lips do? But we shouldn't forget the idea of lilies here because his, his lips like lilies dropping seeds. Well, lilies has to do with praise. And, of course, you can tell throughout this whole book that what Jesus is doing for his bride is he's praising her. He's praising every attribute of her. He's praising her love. He's praising her heart. He's praising her eyes or her hair. You name it. He's he's all about dropping these seeds of praise. Why? <laughs> because we all desperately need, we desperately need here uh, validation from the Savior, things that make us, because we're being constantly attacked by the enemy who's tearing us down, and so we desperately, desperately need these words of praise. And, (laughs) boy, I really took another deep dive into the word myrrh because the last, you know, thing it says here is these dropping seeds are like sweet-smelling myrrh. And so, you know, we know that myrrh is used as a spice, and we know that myrrh starts with a mem, which is important <laughs> for this verse in so many different ways because it is the Messiah. And we know that it's one of the spices that was used, obviously, in Jesus' burial, and it was one of those that the wise men brought, and is very much connected to the, the spices that were used in the tabernacle. Um, but I felt like there was more, <laughs> as there always is. And so... 
you know, the idea of myrrh or, or the, from a Hebrew standpoint is you got this water that's dripping. It's the beginning of a flow of water is a drip, right? And, and so as I began to think about these drips, and, and certainly from a myrrh, you know, when they're harvesting the myrrh, it's a tree that's dripping, right? And to an extent, it's tears. And so I decided to take another look because I've always thought of tears as living water as I knew that there were endorphins, which are the feel-good kind of... <laughs> hormones but the one i discovered this morning that really makes all kinds of sense i'd never considered when it comes to tears is oxytocin now oxytocin is an interesting hormone in that some people would call it the love hormone and it has to do with they in fact some people call it the cuddle drug that it stimulates attachment behavior <laughs> well think about tears right that, that, that when we see that, you know, for me, I, if, if the end of any good movie, I'm going to be crying, right? Because I, I long to be attached to, to, to what it is that I'm, you know, that's why, you know, grief brings tears because you're, it's an attachment thing. And that oxy, apparently oxytocin does a great job in my case of wanting to, to make me uh, connect. And, and so, I love that attachment is a huge part of the Christian journey, right? It, it, it has all this to do with the idea of our <laughs> statutes, right? That we want to be united in Christ. And so think about how much tears, our living water, are connected to being attached to Jesus. And here we have this idea of these drips of myrrh, which is this, you know, sort of bitter sweet that comes at the end of a really good story. Yeah, there was a lot of tragic things that happened in that story, but at the end, it all came together, and it's got such a beautiful ending, and I think that that, that is the smell of myrrh coming off of those stories. In fact, I'll never think about crying again in the same way after I thought about how you know, the idea of that is that Jesus wants to cuddle, okay? He just does. And so how amazing is that when you think about that, that the end of the story in so many different ways is this myrrh that, that comes from these seeds that he's been talking about, these lilies that are praising, right, that, that come from the, 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 the seeds of faith lead us to believe that the end of the story is going to be, you know, unbelievable. And so, you know, if you think about how does this all work out, I just want to share my little um <laughs> a mem story yesterday I, I went for a walk a and as I went for that walk you know actually after right after I'd done my podcast yesterday I went for a walk and as I took off down the little path of the beautiful gardens that I walk in Bethabra um that, that go by a little stream I was praying God show me something really cool I just want to see something really cool and I heard him say well listen right? And, 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 you know, sometimes I'm smelling to see what I can smell. Sometimes I'm looking with my eyes. But what he told me this time was to listen. And so I'm listening all through this, and I'm seeing a lot of cool things. And I actually went to my flowers, and I smelled those, and they were just wonderful. And I heard and saw some amazing birds and, and saw them chirping. And I, you know, I saw some tracks of animals and all sorts of things that I saw that were cool. That, that made me enjoy the path, but I didn't see the thing that I knew he was going to have for me. It was just, you know, because I was listening intensely. What was I going to hear? What was this that I was going to hear? 
Well, right as I, <laughs> at the end of the story, right as I'm about to finish my walk, I've been gone about an hour. I've got to get back to the station. And as I turn to go up the hill, I hear the stream, right? And the water is just, you know, that bubbling sound as there's little waterfalls right there by the bridge where I was headed. And I realized, wow, those are those little waterfalls. And I thought about as I listened all the many times that I had trout fished in rivers all over New Mexico and Colorado. And I just loved to, I, I've always loved to throw a fly right above the little waterfall and watch the fly come down the waterfall. And often where that water mixes at the bottom of a waterfall will be a trout. And you can actually, in a lot of clear water, see a beautiful brown trout just go for the fly. And it's, it's a wonderful experience. And so as I was considering that and praising God, you know, how awesome is that? I hear what you're talking about. That is cool. I can hear, and I could hear his heart of, of what was going on with that water. So as I start to cross the little bridge that's right there, I look down and there in the middle of the brook, <laughs> I still can't believe this is true, but it is, was the most beautiful pink flower I think I've ever seen in my life. It was by itself. There was no tree or bush or anything that was flowered around it. It was a big, huge flower. It was sitting right in the, on a rock in the middle of the river. Like, you know, who knows how in the world it got there other than God. I mean, there was this flower and the stem of the flower was down in the water, so it was just blossomed beautifully, right? And so I have this picture of this app. I don't know if you've ever used one where you, you know, take a picture of a, a plant and see what it was. So I was just, I'm like, what kind of flower is that? It's absolutely gorgeous. So I take my picture of this app. <laughs> oh, this is so cool. It's unbelievable. And I, you know, it takes the picture and then it, it shows these little lines like it's analyzing what this thing is. And when it comes back, you know what it was? The Rose of Sharon. Like, really? Like, as soon as it said Rose of Sharon, you know, those of us who love the Song of Solomon would know what the Rose of Sharon, like, oh, my goodness. My heart just leapt, just leapt because of the praise that Jesus was giving me because the Rose of Sharon speaks of this true faith, of this beauty of, of faith that is right because there's a Zadok in the word rose, <laughs> and Sharon has to do with faith. And so this righteous faith, like, man, Jesus has given me this unbelievable praise right there in the river. <laughs> and, you know, you can't help but see, you know, the streams that come down from Lebanon. There's so much in the Song of Solomon. It has to do with rivers, has to do with water, has to do with the letter Mem. And now we have the, the rose of Sharon right there. And, and, and then I got to do this verse this morning as I um, thought through this, um, you know, cuddle drug that, that's in our tears, <laughs> like attachment, not, you know, and, and I, I think about all the things that have to do with mourning. How wonderful is it that those tears make us want to hug one another and, and share the grief? I mean, and therein lies a big, 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 big part, a huge part of what all those seeds are doing is they're they're planting seeds of faith that we could grow together to be the bride of Christ. How beautiful is that? And I, I'm thankful. I am really, really thankful that you share these with me. I can't tell you what a delight it is to share it. 